Welcome to the Event Tech Podcast, where we explore the ever-evolving world of event technology every week. This show is brought to you by Endless Events, the event AV company that doesn't suck. Now, let's talk tech. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Event Tech Podcast. That gentleman over there is the lean Kyle Kaczynski of Endless Events. And that man talking over there is the Honorable Brent Kruger. Oh, well, thank you very much. The uh, the adjective generator was kind today. Um, so I am excited. Every now and then we get to do uh, one of these product spotlights where we get to introduce you to uh, a product that you may be interested in. And if you've been listening to this show uh, previously, you know we don't like to do the traditional where the company representative comes on and says, this is, let me tell you about our product. And this is, these are all the features. And it's really exciting. Um we like to get into the nitty gritty. And so what we like to do is we ask folks to bring along a customer and have them talk to us. So we are excited to not only be joined by Amy Hyatt, who is the head of customer success for Remo, but we are also being joined by Michael Willoughby, who is the tech director, Battleborn Progress Institute for a Progressive Nevada. Did I get it right, Mike? You nailed it. You nailed it. Yeah, and you just endeared yourself to, to the entire Silver State in the process. So. I was being schooled good. in the proper pronunciation of good Nevada. Job. Uh, friends look out for talking. friends. Friends, <laughs> friends tell friends when they're about to walk into a major trap. And I really appreciate that because we obviously, you know, whatever you want to call it, that's what we should call it. <laughs> and, like, and, and, I, and, and I did grow up in South Dakota where the capital is not Pierre. It is Pierre. So let's just get that on the record as well. So thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Amy, for joining us. Yeah, of course. Looking forward to it. And thank you, Mike, for joining us as well. So um, we like to kick it off. Uh, Mike, just tell us a little bit about your organization and what it is that you do. Sure. Uh, I am the tech director for not one, but uh, two progressive nonprofits in the state of Nevada, uh, Battleborn Progress on the C4 side and Institute for Progressive Nevada on the C3 side. Um, so uh, I basically handle anything that, that could possibly plug in uh, to a wall or connect to the internet in some way. Um, we're a small scrappy group, so I tend to handle a lot of things. Um, like a lot of small operations do, right? I feel like the smaller the operation, the more likely you are to to take on that, that uh, you know, whether you want to refer to it as, as wearing more than one hat or, you know, that being that Leatherman, you know, kind of multi-tool or, or whatever, you know, that jack-of-all-trades mentality, I think, is something that translates, you know, across the board no matter what industry you're in, right? Um, you know, the fact that, that I happen to make uh, ads and, and do podcasts like this and, and our own show, um, you know, it, 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 uh, it behooves you to be able to do a lot of things, and the easier that you can do those things, the better off you'll be. All right. And then, Amy, just give us kind of the 10,000-foot level of what is Remo. Yeah, absolutely. So Remo is a map-based uh, virtual meeting and event platform. Uh, we're global. So if you kind of think about uh, your Zoom or your Teams on steroids where you can get hyper-creative, um, with custom floor plans and kind of put your own spin on it or have a map that kind of helps attendees um, maneuver around an event as you would if, if it were live. So. 
Amy, one of the most exciting parts for me about Remo is the floor plan, like you mentioned. So what do you recommend to planners when they're, you know, seeing the floor plan and trying to construct their event inside Remo for the first time? Like, where do they start? Do they go all out or do they, do they hone it back and make it simple? Yeah, that's actually a great question. Um, we uh, we have a marketplace, um, and looking at it, you you may be a little perplexed of exactly what's best for you. Anytime you post purchase, my team and the customer success team will do an onboarding with you, no cost, um, and we can walk you through the marketplace, and we can walk you through what budget you have, what your use case is, what you're trying to achieve, what uh, the process is for your guests, um, what you're hoping that they obtain, and then we can kind of match a floor plan of sorts to your use case and your budget. Um, we have some that are free, many that are free um, that we give you. So if you're looking to do a job fair or an award ceremony or something like that, we've got some default ones. And then we have designers in our marketplace that you can dream as big as you'd like to dream. Uh, we have universities that want to do, you know, maybe their uh, football stadium um, on a map and you come and have a meeting in the stadium. Um, we've got a lot of things happening right now for Black History Month, where they want to do a floor plan with that theme. Chinese New Year, uh, we've got some really cool uh, floor plans as well. So we're happy to kind of help map, you know, walk you down that path because um, it's definitely yeah. a wild. And I gotta hop in uh, here, Kyle, because I I feel like Amy's <laughs> underselling this just a little bit. Um, as as somebody that's that's on the receiving side of some of the things that Amy was talking about there, I don't. I don't think she's she's quite doing herself uh, enough of a service. Um, you know, the the onboarding team over there is is absolutely fabulous. This is our second year working with them, um, and they have been fabulous from the start and only gotten better. Um, so the onboarding process over at, at Remo is absolutely excellent, and that is a huge thanks to Amy and her team. Uh, they do a fabulous job of making sure that that you know the the end user, whether or not it is you know your your whole team or you know you've got a single point of contact. Like my organization is very fortunate to have somebody like me there, right, uh, to be able to do this stuff um, and then take it to the team. But if if you don't have that that luxury, they will help you through that. Um, and they, they have done that um, for some of our friends as well. And the marketplace that Amy was talking about, these designs are fabulous. Um, they're, they're not just good. They are, they are really excellent and great. And the, the step up um, in, in design that you can do for your brand with the tools that they give you is absolutely in, just incredible uh, the the things that you can do um, and be that be that for for your internal brand or if you have sponsors it's very very easy to please your sponsors with the tools that they give you um, so I just wanted to to make sure that we're really really shouting out Amy and her team specifically for the things that Amy was just talking about there because um, I you know uh, I, I think that that she was she was giving y'all a little bit of the soft sell, but I just wanted to say from a from somebody that that uses those on 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 the the consumer side, uh, it's it's excellent, and and they're doing a, a a fabulous job over there. So, Mike, I want to put I want to put a pin in in kind of where we're at because I feel like we need to take a couple steps backward, and so I want to come back to 
the attendee experience. So how what people you know what how they experience the platform and what that looks like. We were talking about floor plans and things like that. So just making sure, sure that we're really clear about that. But let's take a couple quick steps back and talk about kind of what type of events you were doing before, and then what the process was like to to how where right. did you how did you land on Remo? So what, what what other things did you look at? What other things did you try? And then what brought you to Remo? Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I feel like we were in the in the very same position that a lot of organizations found themselves in. Um, you know, we uh, the the event is still the same. Uh, we put on an annual two day training event for the entire state of Nevada. Uh, it used to be an in person event, um, and this is something that that Amy and I have talked about a little bit. Uh, it will never go back to just to merely being an in person event. the The virtual component is here to stay. Um, but when when in person events became impossible, we had to make the transition, and we had to make that choice. And in order for us to make that, uh, you know, we went looking for a platform, right? Um, and and we went down the road, right? We're again, we're very lucky to to have access to some technical assets and and things like that 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 make our decision making process a little bit um, a, a little bit easier, right? In that in that whatever fits for us, we can do. And you know, so we went through everything from from you know every platform that we could that we could get our hands on right um demoed a, a whole bunch went down the road of possibly going you know like a roll your own kind of kind of bespoke software route to handle it as well right where we were piping video streams out to a a, a private website and you know and all of this um you know because we had the capability to put that together um but we honestly it was it was very lucky we lucked out we absolutely we lucked out we found remo on one of the the lists right of you know because we we did again we're normal people just like everybody else we googled stuff right and so we started pulling lists and somebody on on some random list out there had had mentioned remo and you know and so in doing due diligence we happened on them and they were absolutely outstanding again from from the get-go the entire the entire team and the entire um you know the entire process from from demo on down um again I, everything that i say is is me speaking from from two two years of hard-earned experience doing this um and the from the 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 attendee side um you know our goal from the beginning was to make it as seamless as possible right to to get as as close to humanly possible as what we could do in a physical event space right because it's not only it's not only the the ticket holder attendees right the folks that are coming in for the training and stuff like that we have partner organizations that we work with that that you know are are recruiting volunteers that are potentially you know amy brought up brought up job fairs well it's always job fair in in my business right you never know when you're going to find some talent you know that that synchronizes with you know with some grant opportunity or some program that you're trying to run um and so you know our our industry is kind of unique in that we will recruit from from anywhere right any anybody if, if you can do the job you 
you can get involved in politics, right? Like there is a there is a a space for you in 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 the political space where you could be applying your skills. And so we never know, right? So we have partner organizations that are looking for talent for the upcoming election season, <clears throat> for legislative sessions, for for you know just general programming, right? For advocacy programs for voter registration and things like that. Um, all of that is happening um, at this at this event. It is literally the highline uh, event within the pro- within the progressive political space in the in the state of Nevada every single year. And so we had to get across that line from doing that physically, right, where it's already a challenge, right? Um, and bring that into the virtual space. And, uh, you know, and what we found is it actually simplified our lives a lot. You know, logistically doing events in person, anybody that's ever done this, uh, and it doesn't matter what aspect you're coming from, right? Uh, There are a ton of moving pieces. You know, I mentioned our, our partner organizations that we work with. Um, the, the attendees, you've got speakers, right, that you're trying to move in and out. And depending on your event, you know, those people may have have very tight schedules, et cetera. Uh, it makes it very, very difficult to run uh, even, you know, even a, a small conference, let alone a, a multi-day conference. There's a lot of a lot of pieces that can go wrong. I mean, we haven't even talked about about the coffee needs that a room of 400 people need, right? Like that's that's something that's extremely real in a in a in a in in-person event, right? The the coffee and and food aspect uh, to keep people engaged and and keep people fueled up and and running for the day, right? All of these things are things that you have to consider and think about when you are doing an in-person event. And so being able to, to move all of that out into various things, right? To being able to to run a pre-recorded keynote if you need to, right? To you know, ostensibly your biggest person, right? Um, to to be able to just have that in the can to where you can you know you can adjust that schedule whatever you need uh, to make it fit for your organization. That's pretty incredible. Um, and you know, and to do this in a way that is as close as you can possibly get right to to the the in-person experience and i mean that from both an interaction standpoint right in in getting to chat and and you know be at a at a table with other attendees right which is the way that um that we chose to lay ours out um uh both this year and last year right where folks can can kind of be with a group right um and and move around from table to table and when i say that the what the the attendees are seeing is a table they're seeing a, a an actual table right so it makes sense it's something that they can intuit you know in a in a one to one way right that that there's not a lot of explaining there's not a lot of of them you know trying to to power through something to figure out um, you know, and if that isn't your style of event, right? If you need to do to do something else, um, you know, we talked about the the marketplace with with Amy earlier. That's where you can you can really really fine tune that experience to what your attendees are 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 expecting to see, right? Even though it's slightly different, 
right? Even though even though the format's slightly different, uh, people are very adaptable, right? Our audience is actually um, it, it, it's an, a very interesting age split, right? We tend to, to break to break kind of twenty five and younger on one side, right, and then fifty five and older on the other side, right? So so we have this mix of of you know kind of young digital natives, right, on one side, just like hyper hyper online and and very easy to you know to to navigate everything and then a basically retirees on the other side right because they're out there volunteering and they're the ones that, that are in the community both of those groups were able to to have an excellent experience because of this effect right because of of the the uh the user experience work that Amy and the Remo team are are doing over there to make this as as seamless as possible to a real world event while capitalizing right on those advantages of not having to deal with with a bunch of the logistic headaches um you know that that you inevitably have i mean honestly think about it even the av right on a, an in person event is a task in and of itself. And that's, you know, that's something that that I was spending two days of absolutely running around, right? Like a stage hand, like a stage manager, um, making sure that, you know, that every single breakout room, every single, you know, all of these things, slideshows, videos, all of that stuff are happening. And to be able to centralize all of that for me as an event producer also is incredible right and that allows me to focus on the best thing for our attendees right and the best show for our attendees and the best show for our partners and everybody else um you know and our sponsors you know to make sure that everybody is getting um the best experience possible so, so mike you know challenging that perspective and making sure that they actually have the best experience possible i'm assuming you didn't just drop the link to remo and say here here you go right you you absolutely not um no it's it's honestly no and and here's the deal um remo is is uh is fabulous about this because they integrated with our other tools very very well right um and and we are probably um a little bit more of an advanced use case in a lot of ways, right? Than than a lot of other people in that we have a lot of I, I mentioned bespoke software before, right? We have a whole a whole bespoke internal uh, event system and and all kinds of things, right? That that you know we have custom list management tools. We have all kinds of of. Um, of you know software platforms that that we have to um to integrate in that we that all play a part right in our end user experience right and the thing that we liked the best about about Remo was how easy it actually was to fold this in right to to just bring the the again um from the user perspective slight change right slight change and ultimately convenient change of of being online in a browser instead of driving across town to a room um you know it it was very very easy as far as our existing internal processes were concerned it was a very easy adaptation right to to work remo into to our existing framework of event planning right 
um, again, that one-to-one swap um, was, was, I guess, more than a one-to-one in, in our direction, right? Um, because they solved our venue, they solved all, all kinds of, of logistic things. Um, honestly, down to having a, a, a nice little countdown landing page um, that, you know, and again, in, in my use case scenario, that's not for customer facing, but the countdown on that is something that I use internally to put pressure on my team as we get close to game day, because I make sure that they know and see that. And then on game day, that is where we can make sure that we have a one-stop shop for our speakers and our guests to get in and get where they're going, right? All of that pre-registration stuff we're handling through other systems, but then the thing that we need, right, on, on game day is a door, right? We need the doors and, and where to send people, and it makes it convenient. They've, they've taken care of, of that for us. And, you know, it, it, yeah, ease, ease, is, ease is key in my world, right? Ease is key. When when you've got a lot of a lot of people moving around, making things easy um, and getting people through the door, um, you know, with with tickets in hand is is the key. Something that Brandon and I will will consistently talk about is it's not only the technology that you choose, but it's really how you use it. So some of the use cases that we've seen work really, really well with Remo is the education that you can provide to your attendees. What is it going to look like? What should they be doing before going into the event? Because the maybe the virtual events that they've attended in the past haven't required that amount of actual action upon the attendees. So Amy, what are you doing with your team to, to try to help your customers uh, uh, be prepared when the attendees are at date game day? You know, now they're looking for where to park. Uh, where do they get their food? How do they actually use what's at the stadium yeah yeah um we actually just launched a new advanced version of our academy um you can just find that on our website under resources and we will continue to enhance that because that does have a help articles and things like that on how to um what your guests need to prepare for um and some other tips of running different features um within the platform itself uh what's interesting is we have uh every level of event planner that comes to our platform. So during the onboarding process, we're really trying to get a feel for how advanced they are and not just, you could be an amazing in-person planner, but now in this virtual world, it's kind of throws you for a loop if you're missing, you know, or haven't done some technical skills. So we really try to identify that and then match up um, the proper onboarding and training and get them through to that guest communication stage. Um, and that can happen throughout the, uh, the event itself as well. Like, again, what are you trying to achieve? What do you want your guests to come away with? Um, and we do a lot of education on platform. We do, shockingly or not, we do baby showers. Um, anything that you would have done in office, you know, or in an event, we're doing on our platform. Um, so the sky's the limit. And I think the other day, we 47 different use cases and growing um, that we put through our platform. And again, it's all different experiences. It's large meetings, it's small, um, you know, internal meetings, board meetings, and every level of event planner um, and event guest um, that's also coming to the site. So yeah, our academy is a great academy plus our onboarding, but my team is available 24-7. When you're actually in Remo, there's a 
little help button in the bottom that my team will answer for you 24 seven, even if you are a guest, a host, anything from I can't get my mic on to I would like you to teach me how to completely do run of show. So we've kind of got everything in between um, available to you. Amy, um, you know, Mike listed off a lot of the features that they found really useful. But as you just mentioned, there's a lot of different use cases uh, for Remo. What are some of the features and functionality that maybe Mike's organization isn't using that might be available that we haven't covered? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Remo has sort of two parts to it. So initially, there's a conversation mode. And that's when we talk about these floor plans. And you have tables or whatever experience you want them to be in couches um, and the guests typically will enter from a lobby into a conversation mode that could be networking you can have do whiteboarding at individual tables um, you could do interviewing if it's a job fair and everything in between you can do a hundred smaller tables or a few larger tables um, again depending on what's best for your use case in addition, and this is one click of a button, by the way, so it's super user-friendly, you can go into presentation mode. And presentation mode is more of a production style where you've got a speaker on stage. Um, you can see their little uh, avatars at the bottom so the, the presenter can feel part of the audience. We have emojis and chat that can happen as well. Uh, and you can do streaming. So you can do pre-recorded videos. You can do your presentations. Um, whatever you want to do interactive. You can pull people up on stage um, and do everything in between. And those are kind of the big overall um, functionalities that we have. What's also really cool, because we know we're humans, um, we get bored if we stay in one mode for too long. So some of the best, and I know that Mike and his team do this, is keep it interesting. Keep moving the audience around to different experiences, um, getting them involved and keeping it interesting. And that's that's, I think, one of the most exciting things about our platform is that it can just keep changing. Um, and you can work in things like coffee breaks. Um, you know, we actually have, we work with a service that will, every single attendee can have a pizza or a salad delivered at the exact start of your meeting. So we have pizza parties and then everybody photographs themselves with their pizza or salad and then the meeting begins. Um, so literally sky's the limit. Anything you could do in person, you can do on the platform. And in our first year, we actually vastly underestimated the the attendees' desire for that networking, right? For that for that uh, interaction time. So that was actually the number one requested thing that we got after our our first year of of doing this on the platform was actually more time. Um, more time in in those interactive modes at the table level, the couch level, the you know the the um, however you prefer to display it for people, at that small group level. Um, and one of the things that that our folks were were extra excited to see because you know people we have folks that have been doing this with us for the last five years, right, six years. And so, um, you know, people look forward to seeing people. And so being able to now, you know, those user-facing tools, being able to find somebody to search folks up and, and find them no matter what floor they're on, no matter where they are, so you can go find that person to talk to, 
you know, that's amazing and, and excellent. And, and one of those, one of those user centric features, right. To, to really help the, the attendees get what they want out of it, um, and make it easy. Um, you know, again, so we're, we're actually building in, in extra time this year for, for that socializing aspect and that moving around aspect and moving between these modes. Um, you know, the other thing that, that, you know, I don't even know that Amy and I have talked about this. So here's a here's an, an extra little, ooh, I know, an extra spicy use case scenario. Um, one of the things that we do is we actually hook OBS up to to Remo. Um, and because of the way that, that the platform is built, um, you know, anything that shows up as a webcam on your system is going to be able to pipe through to the platform, right? Um, and so you can do that with, you know, your black magic switch. If, if that's the route you want to go, you can do that with your broadcast software. If that's, if that's how you want to go, or you can go straight in browser, right? If that's how you want to go. So you've got options, right? Again, all levels, right? As, as Amy said, no matter how you want to approach that, you can, you can do that. And, you know, and so we, again, we absolutely found that that mix that Amy was talking about was key to keep people engaged, right? Um, you know, because you, the main thing that is different, right, is you are asking people to be essentially, you know, stationary, right, at at one position for for an extended period of time, and so the burden becomes, you know, um, to to you as the event producer is to keep it interesting, to keep it compelling, right? You you don't get to capitalize off that room effect, right, that you do in in person, um, which is great. And I find that to be a welcome challenge because I hate the room effect, right, in in in-person in events where folks feel like they're trapped, right? If if your attendees feel like they're trapped, you're not doing your job right, right? As a as an event producer and, a, and a, as an event planner, you probably need to step that up. Um, and and changed around, and so our ability to to do that right, and to to actually instead of again the logistic stuff, the all of the the hands on stuff, to be able to put that into the program, to put that focus into the stuff that really counts, right, as opposed to the stuff that that is merely a roadblock to that, is outstanding. Um, and so it's you know it's it's great to have a a partner. Um, you know, and, and somebody that literally like Amy has a face, she's here with us, right? Like I, I know Amy's name and can contact Amy, right? If I have legitimate questions, same thing with, with Des on their team, right? We were talking about, uh, you know, all, all kinds of stuff between, between their team and, and mine. And we did this by the way, not, not just this year, but last year too, right? This has just been our relationship from the get-go with Remo is this very, very um, open and, and, and interesting feedback loop. Um, it's, it's a, a great, a great partnership. Um, and literally, you know, we, we couldn't be happier. Um, yeah, it's, it's amazing. There, it, it literally is um, it, it just, just wonderful um, and unique in the space we've found. So Mike and Amy, if you were doing an, an event that actually had an in-person component too, what advantages or disadvantages would Remo pose for, for that type of format? Uh, do you want to go, Mike, and I'll follow you? 
Oh yeah, uh, because we're we're already right. We're already planning this right in, internally. I think I mentioned this earlier that you know this this virtual component of this is never going away, right? Um, and there are a number of of advantages, and we see it all as advantages, right? Um, we were live streaming portions of our of our event anyway before, right? And so being able to, to add a a ticketed component to expand that, right? Um, in that space is just a huge advantage to us. There's also an accessibility standpoint, right? Our state is huge. This is one of the things that, you know, Amy Amy comes to Nevada. She she knows. Um, you know, our state is gigantic, and people live all over the place, and so it can be a challenge to to get people in. Um, you know, just from a, 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 a reality standpoint, right? Not everybody has four and a half hours to drive to come for two days. Not everybody can, you know, can make that kind of trip happen, whereas they can sure make a trip to their desk happen, right? Like that's that's a lot more doable for, for, for folks for various reasons. Um, you know, and so in the interest of, of making it accessible, um, and you know, and again, we, we, do, we do sponsorships, so having a, an, additional, um, an additional pathway to, to do sponsorship deliverables for, for folks you know, that, are, that, are, um, that are supporting us in doing this um, and helping us put this show on, um, you know, that's, again, uh, just another win, right? Um, you know, when you're when you are trying to deliver for a sponsor, for an advertiser or whatever, having another placement for them, having another place where where you can, you know, have their video seen, have their have their image seen, whatever, is not a bad thing. Right. And so. You know, um, again, the fact that it seamlessly integrates into the stuff that we were doing anyway, keeping that component going forward is nothing but win for us. Um, you know, so it, it makes it very, very easy. And I, I will say, because there's one thing that we haven't talked about, and it's the thing that nobody ever wants to talk about, and that's the money. From a budget standpoint, it is an absolute no-brainer for us. Right. And again, we are a small nonprofit. We are not rolling in, in piles of money by any stretch of the imagination. We are small and scrappy and we are able to do this like and we'll be able to continue this no matter what. It was very, very easy for us to to to, you know, make this make this line item happen. And it will be for you, too. The the plans and 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 flexibility that that Remo has for you. Again, all levels. Yeah, all I, really was, I was going to save it for last, but uh, <laughs> since you brought it up, Mike, we're going to go. Gonna, so, Amy, we're coming to you. <laughs> you're probably where you were going to go with this. Um, but if you get, yeah, if, if you're not comfortable sharing actual numbers, if you could at least talk about the pricing structure, because you know some charge on number of users, some charge on number of events. So, give us a, if you can talk a little bit about the pricing structure. Yeah, absolutely. So we have um, we. Our current plans are based on guest days and functionality that you need. Um, and on our website, we have several different plans that are available available for you. Um, we can also um, do custom. Um, so if you have a one-time event um, that you need certain functionality with X number of guests, we're absolutely happy to price that out for you. Um, in addition, I just want to plug our agency program because we do um, partners. So people, event agencies can become partners with Remo. 
and they can sell Remo licenses and join that plan. And there's some other benefits um, for them as well. So that's a different uh, a different plan for us. But um, you know, everything it, it is guest day featured. Um, we're you know we're just always kind of getting feedback from from our you know different hosts and and what they want to see as far as uh, do they want to do add-ons. So this these are kind of some things that we're do you want to have a annual subscription but the ability to do add-ons for certain events. So we're kind of listening to them. In fact, I'm in the process of doing some forums right now, um, and we're really flexible. So if that's something they want, we're trying to figure out how to work that into the pricing, especially as we move into. Um, hopefully, a post-COVID world where now this event world, you know, is is really what it is, right? What it's going to look like going forward. All right. So before we wrap things up, it's not always all sunshine and roses, unfortunately. There's no such thing as a perfect platform, uh, which is why I always dodge the question when someone asks me, what platform should I use? There's only the right platform for you. So, Mike, if in your perfect world, what would you change? What would you make better? What would you add to Remo. Sure. Um, so first of all, and, and this isn't a dodge, but um, what's interesting is that in the year that between our first event and the one that we are about to do, our Progressive Summit at the end of February, February 26th, 27th, um, is that Remo actually incorporated a lot of those requests, right? So, so this feedback loop, right, in the and these listening sessions, that's very real. Um, and so that's actually, you know, again, not to not to get back on the tooting of horns there, um, because I actually do have a story that Amy knows because we talked about it. Um, uh, so it's not not actually going to be a surprise there, but um, no, the the nothing is perfect. Right. And I mentioned the, uh, landing page before, and this loosely ties into that, but, um, we had a game day problem on our first, on our first go around. Um, and folks were being denied entry. Right. And, you know, it's the thing that you don't want to see, right. It's the people sending you, sending you, you know, these increasingly wild screenshots of, of red error text saying no, basically, right? Um, and, you know, and I kind of told you about our two user groups, um, you know, and, and, and these people need things to work, right? And so immediately, um, because this is our, you know, our first big virtual event and we're, ah, new platform, right? we immediately go into into freak out mode about like what's what's actually happening right so you know i i get on the phone to to des because i've got des's phone number already even though it's our first event with them and and okay 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 hang on hang on hang on hang on hang on uh a couple minutes later i get a call from one of their engineers one of their software engineers <laughs> over at remo and we, you know, we start, we start troubleshooting, we start going through, well, it turns out it's exactly what probably everybody who's ever done this before thought the second that I started talking about this, it's people using the wrong email address to try to get in, right? So if there was one like big thing, right, it would be additional email addresses. But honestly, if that was the biggest problem that we had was people being being silly people on the day of the event and still we ended up with 
multiple people and this was before the like oh you know you this is again before the the easy chat access and you know this is like critical meltdown moment thing problem solved in like five minutes or something like that um which again you know for for a short event is is still fantastic by the way you know you're talking about about you know something remote that could be something bigger and escalating that through a chain of people within a couple of minutes um you know that's the kind of thing that you need on a shorter event and so for for a two-day event for us i mean that was incredible right like that's that's quicker than we ever solve anything in person right there are, there are radio calls and text messages and you know and all kinds of of physical running around to make that happen um and it takes it takes longer than than a couple of minutes to solve that and so you know again that's that's something that you know that uh, while it was a challenge was ultimately a a win right and i uh, it's it's incredible um and day of support is just so incredibly important and 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 i think it's something that i've 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 heard now several times coming up in the conversation about the 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 level of support that that you guys offer and if, yeah, like you say if that's the worst that's that's pretty that's darn win, good that right? you got that's there. a win that's that's an absolute win so amy on the other side What's on the roadmap? So, so you guys are always, obviously all of the platforms are always pushing things and adding features and things like that. So, if if that's Mike's only problem, we're doing pretty well. <laughs> but I'm I'm guessing you guys have some things in the in the works. Yeah, yeah, we do. From a, I'll, I'll first talk about from a service perspective what we have in the works because it's really exciting and I'm a, I think it's a differentiator for us. So. Any of our competitors, please shut your ears right now. But um, it does come to that that day of event, and um, I run all the customer facing events. So I, you know, we hear the voice of the customer, good, bad, and indifferent, right? Um, but one thing that we're getting ready to launch by the end of February is a level two tech support. Where, believe it or not, I have several people on my customer success teams with engineering degrees. Um, and we are bringing those worlds together. And so we will have a customer success team that can actually answer engineering questions that can actually go in and see what might be happening and cut that response time. Our response time is better than any um, other company that I've been at. I've been doing this a long time. Um, and we knock our SLA out of the park and we, we wanna keep chipping away at that time to resolve. Um, so customers are even if there is some challenge or an issue, um, whether it's our fault or another, that we can still resolve that just right on the spot. So um, again, just I look at data all day long um, of why they're calling and just we wanna work out as much um, of that and auto resolve it as possible. So there's a lot of work happening right now, um, kind of behind the scenes around auto resolving, um, you know, Mike and Cam as an example, um, and, and just kind of knocking our service from a um, from a product perspective and new features, um, we are we obviously just launched the academy. We're looking at adding a lot more um, intuitive, um, maybe pop-ups and things like that, both for the hosts and the guests, um, and enhancing our post-event analytics. Um, those are all in the work, getting ready to launch um, by the end of this quarter. Um, and then longer term, again, we have we have an entire Slack channel just for customer feedback. Um, it's just a cut and paste. Uh, my team does it all day long, and we actually have product um, meetings regularly, um, and we review all of those. We're doing a lot around accessibility. Um, you're going to see that launching, including um, 
you know, being able to translate translation tables. Um, and those are coming out. They'll kill me if I get this wrong, but I believe they're going to be coming out in March. Um, again, we're trying by end of uh, Q1 to get a lot of that out, and they'll just keep getting deeper. Very nice. Well, um, Kyle, do you have anything else you want to, or, or have we done it? Have we, have we, have we finished up? We've done it, uh, I'd say, but if you haven't seen Remo for yourself, definitely check it out. And Remo always has events going on, too, that they want you to come attend, try things out, uh, and meet their team. They actually have a community. Amy, you haven't even mentioned your community. You're right. Oh, my gosh. Uh, my, my peer will kill me that I didn't mention our wonderful community. Um, yes, please, please. Anyone, customer or non, can join our community. Um, we have a lot of master classes um, for very advanced. We also have a lot of other um, things that we do. Um, a lot of our customers come on and do forum panels. You can send us any topic um, that you'd like to see a formal event around. We'll do it. But we also have just casual um, you know, back and forth forums as you would in any community if you've got questions about product, even just event planning. Um, if you just, you're maybe new to it or um, my my big one is I need to learn RTMP this year <laughs> and become an expert. I have experts in the community, even though I work for Remo, my customers are helping me gain my knowledge as well. So yes, please, um, anyone, feel free to join uh, the community and see what's happening there. Wonderful. Well, uh, then we will say that's good enough. We'll call it done. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, Amy, if people wanted to find out more about Remo, check out the community, things like that, where should they go? Yeah, uh, find us at uh, remo.co, and it's important it's the .co. If you go to .com, you'll come to this fantastic drumming company. <laughs> um, so we are .co. Um, and uh, yeah, get a hold. All of our uh, contacts are there as well, and obviously we're all over LinkedIn. Um, you can also find me on LinkedIn under Amy Hyatt. All right. Well, Amy, Head of Customer Success for Remo, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you, guys, and thank you, Mike, uh, as well, for your time today. Took the words right out of my <laughs> mouth, Mike. So thank you for joining us. If folks want to find out more about you and what you're up to, where can they check it out? Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, you can find us online at battlebornprogress.org. Uh, again, .org. However, in this case, the .com will also work. We're, we're fortunate enough not to have a uh, drumhead company also with the same name. Uh, you can also find us on uh, all of the usual social platforms, Facebook, uh, Twitter, at Battleborn Prague, and Instagram, at Battleborn Progress. Uh, and our event is the Progressive Summit. It'll be February 26th and 27th, available online. And you can find information for that event at any of those social channels. All right. So Michael Willoughby, Tech Director of Battleborn Progress Institute for Progressive Nevada. Thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. And Kyle, thank you for being my co-pilot today. That's right. We're here. <laughs> Wonderful. Thanks so much. And thank you all for listening today. Let us know what are the features and functionality of event online event platforms that you're looking for? Does this sound like something you're interested in? Uh, what are the things that you prioritize? What are your wishes, wishes and wants when it comes to let us know? Uh, event tech podcast at helloendless.com. Be sure and check us out on Twitter and LinkedIn and all the socials and those things as well. And we hope to see you all next time on the event tech podcast. Event tech out. 
Thanks again for listening to the Event Tech Podcast. Be sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also, be sure to head to eventtechpodcast.com and leave us a comment about this week's episode. We'll see you next week on the Event Tech Podcast.